We come now to verse 4 of chapter 2, and Paul continues to describe the mindset of Christ, the mindset described in verse 2 of chapter 2. Complete my joy by being of the same mind, mindset, attitude set, which is basically love, being in full accord and of one mindset, one attitude set. And the first description of it was do nothing from rivalry or conceit. So if we, if we renounce all rivalry, if we're done with all vainglory and self-exaltation and conceit, if we embrace the brokenness and humility and lowliness of the cross, which delivers us from all mentalities of entitlement and strips us of every mindset of merit so that we know we don't deserve anything, we don't merit anything, we don't entitle, we're not entitled to anything under God. We have offended him so badly and the cross indicts us so deeply and then fills us with the hope of, of grace. If that happens, then we will count others more significant than ourselves and Lo and behold, what will happen? Verse 4, Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. We will be a people for others. Others' needs will dominate our lives. We won't be self-consumed. So, Father, as we ponder verse 4 for a few minutes, work this miracle in us, I pray, to make us love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Make us get out of ourselves and find our joy in his joy rather than ours being a competition with his. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you look at this and draw attention to the word not only, which is not in the original. This also is. That's why they put this here, to balance it. But literally it says, let each of you look to his own, let each of you not look to his own interests. There's no word only. But then it says, but also. So it clearly implies that you may look to your, your interests. This just is a little stronger. I, I wish they had left it. Let each of you look not to his own interests, but also, yes, you may eat. Don't walk in front of a truck. Don't drink poison. Educate yourself. Put a roof over your heads. Yes, by all means, don't commit suicide. Don't be stupid. Keep yourself alive. Keep yourself healthy. Keep yourself spiritually fit. Why, though? so that you may live for the interests of others. If, if you try to make this look like a, well, it, it, it looks to me like 50 me and, and 50 them, 50% me and 50% them. If that's your mindset, when you read this, Philippians will make zero sense to you. Because the illustration of this mindset is now going to be laid out for us in Jesus. 
Timothy and Epaphroditus. And there's no accident here. This is, this is Paul giving Jesus, Timothy, and Epaphroditus as examples. Then he's going to give himself in chapter, chapter 3. So look at these. Here's Jesus. This is the next verse. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, if anybody deserved not to have to serve other people or die for other people. It was this being in the form of God. He, he did not count that equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form. He humbled himself, became obedient to his father unto the point of death, even the worst of all, excruciating death, the cross. The whole point of that is Verse 4, look to the interests of others. Jesus looked to the interests of fallen sinners like us, and he became a servant to us at the cost of his life. That's the point. Here's the illustration of Timothy in chapter 2, 19 to 20. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon so that you may be cheered by news, so that I may be cheered by news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your interests. Same idea. Your welfare. For they all seek their own interests. These people that he has, no one like Timothy, they all seek their own interests. Like he said not to do. Let each of you not seek his own interests. Back in 2.4. And now... Timothy is like that, but these other people are seeking their own interests. Now, here comes an interesting shift. You expect them to say they're not seeking their own. They all seek their own interests, not those of others. But it says those of Jesus. So the, the things of Jesus here are the same as seeking your welfare. Do you see that? You expect the parallel or the contrast. They all seek their own interests, not those of others, just like we have back here. Let each of you look not to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. But instead, it says, they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus, which has the enormous implication that when you are seeking the interests of others, like he was, he was concerned for their welfare, you are actually seeking the interests of Jesus. Inasmuch as you've done it unto the, the fellow Christians, you've done it unto me. And then here's the illustration of Epaphroditus that gets rid of our mindset of 50-50, like we'll take care of ourselves 50% of the time and we'll take care of others 50% of the time. That's totally not what Paul is saying. Epaphroditus has been longing for you all and his has been distressed that you heard that he was ill. Now that's amazing. I feel self-pity sometimes when Somebody hears that I'm ill. Oh, good. They, they hear that I'm ill. Maybe they'll feel a little pity for me. <laughs> look, look at Epaphroditus. He is distressed that they heard 
that he was ill. He didn't even want his distress to cause them any distress. That's how interested in their interests he is, how concerned for their interests. Keep going. Indeed, he was ill, near to death, but God had mercy on him. So receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor such men, for he nearly died for the work of Christ. Remember Timothy? Risking his life, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. So at the risk of his life, at the risk of his life, he served them to complete their ministry, and he served Paul by coming all the way to Rome at the risk of his life. That's the picture of chapter 2, verse 4. Let each of you look not to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. So I think the best way to take this also is not simply to give ourselves permission to eat and drink and sleep with a roof over our heads, take care of our basic needs. I think it means find your interest in the interest of others. In other words, be the kind of person who finds his joy in the joy of others. It's not as though Paul is saying the Christian life is a joyless life while you serve other people. The point is Get a mindset that makes the interests of others your own interests so that you are thrilled when you can do them good, like Paul said in, or like Jesus said in Acts 20, 35, it is more blessed to give than to receive. <laughs> 